Hey, this is Dr. Liz, and I'm so happy to be here today recording this episode of Hypnotize Me. Um, It's a gorgeous day here in Florida. It's October, and it's about a week after Hurricane Matthew passed us by. Woohoo! I actually recorded an episode about anxiety the day before the hurricane was going to hit and um, had some technical problems, and so I couldn't use that episode. And it's like, oh no, you know, like that's a perfect episode to talk about anxiety. Anxiety is completely appropriate when a hurricane is headed your way. Okay, so I just want to say that. That's like that episode in um, one sentence, okay? <laughs> anxiety is appropriate when a hurricane is headed your way. Hopefully you can control it and use skills to get the things that you need to do um, done, but everybody's going to have some anxiety there. So just know that that's normal. So that is the topic today, anxiety, and how hypnosis can be effective for it. So when we talk about hypnosis and anxiety, it is a mixed approach. So a traditional anxiety treatment We're going to talk about that first, and then we'll talk about how it differs in hypnosis when when someone comes in for hypnosis for anxiety. Traditional anxiety treatment mainly uses cognitive behavior therapy or exposure therapy, which is a form of cognitive behavior therapy, CBT for short. And it also uses acceptance and commitment therapy, which is ACT for short. So let's talk about CBT first. CBT involves identifying and understanding and changing thinking and behavior patterns. So that is, you know, the essence of therapy in terms of your thoughts. So a lot of anxiety starts with thoughts. I'm going to translate some of this stuff for you. When you have a thought about, oh my God, this is going to happen. You're thinking about the future and you start to get anxious. Okay, so even like someone who has a phobia of, let's say, heights, and they, they're picturing themselves up there. They're not actually up there. They're just thinking in the future. Oh, my God, I'm going to be up there, and I'm going to get panicky, and you know, all the panic then starts. So CBT really talks and focuses on, let's, let's change that self-talk. Let's change those thoughts. Let's um, figure out if we can have some better language go on in your head. So that's the, the patients like actively involved in that. They're gaining a sense of control with that. They're armed with tools. We often do worksheets when someone comes in for CBT. I'm a big like worksheet. I love worksheets and handouts and I just think they're they're wonderful. So we do a lot of that in my practice. We there's also homework assignments that you do outside of practice. So you learn some skills in the actual therapy session, but then you need to go home and practice the skills. Okay, and that's CBT and you start to catch what you know, what are your thoughts saying? What is your head saying to you? What what's going on in there? What kind of self-talk are you doing? Are you putting yourself down a lot? So we start to to look at that stuff. Then exposure therapy, which is a form of CBT. It's a process for managing fear and anxiety, and that is when someone is gradually exposed to a feared situation or an object or a thought, and you, be, you learn to become less sensitive, sensitive to those over time. So it's particularly effective for obsessive-compulsive disorders, OCD, phobias, but it also can be um, used to manage all of the anxiety disorders. And 
in CBT, if you're talking about like a general anxiety disorder or panic disorder, then it's becoming more and more comfortable with that thing that's causing you anxiety, that thought that's causing you anxiety. And it's been found to be, exposure therapy is very effective for specific phobias, but some patients feel too anxious to even tolerate it. So it is not like, you know, you come in and we throw you to the wolves. Like, no, that's not what happens. It is like, all right, let's talk about it. Let's let's get the idea of what's going on here. Let's talk about the thoughts that are coming up. Let's talk about the fears. But even then, sometimes the, the thought of it is too anxious to even tolerate any kind of exposure to the, the thought or the thing that's making you anxious. So hypnosis can come in here. The relaxation response, which is you get into in hypnosis, you're in a very relaxed state. It is completely opposite to anxiety. Like you can't be anxious when you're in relaxation, basically. So hypnosis can come in and say, hey, okay, let's do some hypnotic desensitization. Let's do some hypnosis here around this anxiety so that you can experience what it's like to be relaxed when you're thinking about this thing that triggers you. And, and that is really useful for people. And then they may be able to go out and actually be exposed to whatever it is they fear. So that's a little bit about exposure therapy and how hypnosis uh, operates with it. Now let's talk about acceptance and commitment therapy, ACT. That's strategies of mindfulness, living in the moment, experiencing feelings, thoughts without judgment, along with commitment to valued life goals. And that is a lot of different exercises we do to increase your sense of mindfulness, to increase like a very basic one is if you're driving along in the car and you want to be really mindful about it, you would turn off the radio Notice your hands on the steering wheel. Notice how that steering wheel feels. What is the texture of that steering wheel? Notice where you are in the world. So often when we drive, we tune out, right? We actually go into a semi-hypnotic state. You know, have you ever been driving along and you find yourself at a different place? Like I remember uh, one time, this is way back, I was, I was dating my dating someone who turned out to be my husband later and he his automatic pattern that he had done for I don't know 10 five ten years was if he's going from we're living in Miami so if you, you're going from South Beach and you're driving towards 95 his automatic pattern was to drive to Hialeah which is where he grew up instead of driving up to Fort Lauderdale which I which is where I lived and he did that several times, like late at night when we were coming home from being out, we'd end up in Hialeah and it'd be like, oh my God, <laughs> you know, he wasn't paying attention. He was just driving. That's it. Hypnotic driving. That's a perfect example of it. So when you're going to be mindful in the car, that's the opposite. That is like, all right, I'm right here. My hands are here. Where am I going? Let's notice what's around me. Let's notice where I am. Right? So that's, that's an example of mindfulness. Now, how hypnosis fits into CBT, ACT, we talked a little bit about it with exposure therapy, 
you know, people often picture hypnosis as coming in and you lie down on the couch and go into hypnosis and you're fixed. Woohoo! Right? But it doesn't generally work that way at all. I have to get to know you and know what's going on so that I can customize the hypnosis to you. So I'll know what will be most effective for you. So we do a talking, we do talking before that. When I do hypnosis for anxiety, I'm using a mixed approach. We're doing both worksheets and looking at the cognition, cognitions going on and the thoughts and the fears around it and the automatic thoughts and the future oriented thoughts. And then we're doing hypnosis to help you distinguish those. We can look at like cognitions as if they're captions on a TV screen, right? Warning you that a hurricane is coming and you need to prepare. And then when you do that, the client can see those captions. You can take the captions and say, oh my gosh, I need to take a break. I know that a timeout is indicated here. I'm going to welcome those messages and see them as trying to avert the anxiety, trying to turn the storm away before it gets to me. So we work on that level as well. And then your body is really learning the relaxation response as you're in the session. So again, you, you really can't be in hypnosis and be anxious. You know, sometimes your thoughts will start going just like in meditation and you can talk to me during that and say, okay, this is what's happening. And then we can work with that and see, all right, let's see if we can go into a relaxation here. And that takes some practice for some people, particularly for anxiety. It often takes practice, but we're looking at bodily cues, right? What's setting you off? When does it start? What's your first sign? in your body that you're anxious, you know, start to notice that because it usually starts somewhere and then it's sudden it's like, oh my God, I'm anxious. I'm breathing really heavy or my heart's racing or whatever it is. Sometimes that thought comes afterwards versus before and you're learning images and skills to bring down that anxiety, to bring it down before it escalates, before it gets worse, before it turns into a hurricane. You're doing all of that. So, you know, another thing that I always notice is that any therapist doing CBT or ACT is teaching breathing. And I actually teach it in my first session. And then I teach several different types of breath as we go along. And breathing is one tip that can help you be more mindful and slow down the emotions and the anxiety. Okay, hypnosis takes it a little further. It's a slowing down process, but it also is helping you learn skills and tools that you can help dial down the anxiety and your reactions to it and images. So it gives you concrete things to do, but anybody can learn to breathe. Okay, so even if you take a deep inhale right now, you inhale to five, you go inhale, two, three, four, five, and exhale, two, three, four, five. The slowing down the breathing is gonna help soothe your ner nervous system and help soothe the anxiety. And so, you know, we're doing those types of things as well, but that's something you can do at home as you listen to this. Be like, okay, first thing I need to do is really tune into my bodily sensations and then let's work on my breathing here. You know, let's breathe from the belly, and any kind of mindfulness program will teach you that, any kind of meditation program, yoga, but also CBT, cognitive behavior therapy, and certainly ACT is gonna teach you that. And it's something you learn in hypnosis. Let's slow down your breathing. So that is a little bit about anxiety and hypnosis today. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. 
And I always, always welcome your comments and your questions. Absolutely would love to get those. You can always contact me through the website, hypnotizeme.podcast.com and have a great day. Okay. Peace people. Want free hypnosis files or to learn more about Dr. Liz, her books, products, and services? Head over to drlizhypnosis.com to get in on all the great resources. If you liked this episode, do Dr. Liz a favor and rate, review, and subscribe over at iTunes. Or better yet, tell a friend about the podcast so we can continue to grow our amazing audience. Lastly, be sure to send in your feedback to Dr. Liz at drlizhypnosis.com. That's D-R-L-I-Z at drlizhypnosis.com. We love to hear from you.